Welcome to the Burden and Blessing Podcast, a study and discussion forum on the truth of God's Word. Our summary verses of the books of the Bible introduce us to the theme of each book of the Old and New Testament scriptures so that we might have a deeper appreciation and understanding of God's Word of Truth. We pray that these brief studies will enable you to get more out of your daily reading and hearing of God's Holy Word. Welcome back to our 66 summary verses of the Bible. We are making our way through the basically second half of the New Testament. We are at about 64 to 65 AD, and we're talking about the Apostle Peter and his encouragement to the Christians in and around Jerusalem and Judah and that area, and how he was probably an older man at this time when he's writing this near the end of his life. And so we're looking at 2 Peter. Nathaniel, glad to have you here today. What is our verse that we're looking at, summary verse for 2 Peter? Well, it's another one of my favorites, Neil. Second Peter chapter 1, in the opening verses, verse 3. His divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us to his own glory and excellence. Some of the letters of the New Testament get little nicknames. And the nickname that's often given to the second letter written by Peter is the letter of knowledge because different forms or variations on the word know occur 16 times throughout this letter. And it's thought that most likely Peter was trying to address the false view of Gnosticism in the early New Testament church. So for those who are unfamiliar with the term of Gnosticism, the word gnosis is the Greek word for knowledge. And there were people in the early church that, that had thought that everything regarding the, the life or the afterlife had to do with what we know. And so Peter, as he addresses this particular issue in speaking about knowledge, he points us to the one thing that is essential to know. He said there's really only one kind of knowledge that really matters at all, and that's knowledge of who Jesus is as Savior. If we don't know that, it doesn't matter if you know how to solve the gravitational pull of the earth and the moon. That is completely unimportant when it comes to standing before God on the last day. The only knowledge that means anything at all is whether you know Jesus as your Savior from sin and from death, as the one who has forgiven your sins. And that's what he brings out in this verse. He says, his divine power, it, this reminds me of what you mentioned last week, Neil, when we were talking about Titus and the power of God, which is at work in our lives by grace. We do nothing to earn it. His divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us to his own glory and excellence. God reveals in his word the one thing that is important, knowledge of life eternal and how we get there through Jesus, but also power through knowledge of how we should live while we're waiting for him to take us out of this world for life and for godliness. And so this letter not only points us to heaven and how we get there through Jesus, but also it gives us knowledge of how we are to live our lives while we wait for Jesus to come and take us home. Well said. I was definitely going to focus on that divine power comment because 
what is he pointing to in that? And I like that you focus on knowledge. And I think for me, you know, we're going to be doing that. We're doing a Lenten series on walking with Peter and walking in Peter's steps. And it looks at his shortcomings, but also looks at how Jesus relates to those things and not only helps Peter through them, but helps us through them as well. So Peter being an older man here has really learned a lot of knowledge about his own shortcomings and learned how to trust in the Lord and look to his power versus his own strength. And that's really what we see throughout Peter's life. Early on in the ministry, Peter focused so much on his own faith, his own confidence, his own strength and power. And how many times we see him fail in that, in the Bible, walking on the water, denying Christ in the garden over and over. Peter is so bold with his own power and faith and strength that he fails. And I think what a great lesson from Peter that he had to learn in this knowledge of the strength and excellency of the Lord that he can trust in Jesus to give him the power and strength and wisdom and the knowledge to do what needs to be done, to be that minister, to serve God and serve people with that gospel. Because that's what Peter was called to do. And that's what we're called to do. And to recognize that, yeah, we're going to have failures at times too, but we should learn from them and rejoice in Christ's forgiveness. And remember that the Lord continues to grant to us all things that pertain to life and godliness because he gives us the knowledge of his word. And I, I like that you drew that out so well. It's something we can have confidence in that the power is not of ourself. The power is in his divine strength that he gives to us no matter what we face every day of our lives. Neil, thank you for going through that and reminding us of the power of God and his grace and love and concern for each one of us. I'd like to close with a prayer that reminds us of the fact that it is God's power that is at work in our lives. You are the way. Through you alone can we, the Father, find. In you, O Christ, has God revealed his heart and will and mind. You are the truth. Your word alone true wisdom can impart. You only can inform the mind and purify the heart. You are the life. The empty tomb proclaims your conquering arm. And those who put their trust in you, not death nor hell shall harm. You are the way, the truth, the life. Grant us that way to know, that truth to keep, that life to win whose joys eternal flow. Amen. We invite you to listen for new books each week on Burden and Blessing Podcast, where we believe and confess that every word of God is true. We pray that you will be assured that God's word is pure and is more precious than gold.